You're listening to County Conversations, a podcast brought to you by the New York State Association of Counties. This episode features a conversation with a partner of NYSEC's, Health Economics Group, a third-party administrator that designs and manages employee benefits plans for municipalities and nonprofits that encompasses dental, medical, prescription drugs, and more. Joining NYSEC's Deputy Director Mark Levine to discuss cost-saving programs that benefit the residents of New York's counties are Steve Hooper, President of HEG, and Len Lanfear, HEG's Marketing Director. Hello and welcome to County Conversations. We are joined today by two individuals with long-standing relationships with the New York State Association of Counties from the Health Economics Group, Steve Hooper and Len Lamphere. We created a partnership almost a decade ago around a county dental network card program, which we will get more into a little bit later. In the meantime, I thought I would kick it over to Steve to have him introduce himself and a little bit about the Health Economics Group. Thanks, Mark. Um, my name is Steve Hooper. I'm uh, president of Health Economics Group. I, uh, with some others, started the company uh, in 1978. Uh, we're what's called a third-party administrator of employee benefits. We started off running self-insured dental plans, uh, and we broadened into some other benefits that we might get into a little bit later. Uh, we've had Monroe County as a dental plan client since the beginning of 1980. Uh, we find that it's a good relationship with Monroe County, and we're dealing with several other municipalities throughout the state. My own background, I have uh, an engineering degree and an MBA, both from Stanford. I rattled around for a while in product development and started this company, as I said, in, in 1978. And we've done various things with county governments uh, over the years and with uh, private sector clients and unions also. Thank you. Yes. And thank you for making the connection to Monroe County, because that's where the Health Economics Group came to NISAC uh, through your uh, relationship with Monroe County and how you helped save Monroe County. And then we really expanded it from there. So thanks for making that connection. Len Lamphere, can you uh, talk a little bit about yourself to the audience? Thank you, Mark. Thank you for this opportunity to be with NYSEC today. I've been with Health Economics Group now since 2006. So I think starting into my 15th year. And when I first started there, I was just kind of learning the ropes of employee benefits. And I, I worked a lot with uh, building some small businesses with flex spending accounts, health reimbursement arrangements, and worked on various other programs that uh, Steve had put together. When we got the New York State Association of County Dental Network Card program, my uh, efforts kind of pushed, I shouldn't say push, but that's where I ended up spending most of my time which I, I do today. I'm the sales marketing director for the company in, in that particular area. When the uh, dental card uh, presented itself, it was really Steve taking a look at what we, do, we were doing for self-funded uh, dental programs. What happened to people maybe when they left employment, maybe worked for employers that didn't have a dental program. 
So we put together a dental network hire program that is supported by a network of dentists called Dentamax. And the dentists that are in the network have lowered their fees for all types of dental procedures, which there are hundreds and hundreds of them. And it's really uh, helped a lot of people, individuals and families to make going to the dentist more affordable. Our association with NISAC has really uh, helped us uh, to get the message out through the various uh, conferences and various communications uh, that we do throughout throughout the month. And uh, that's what uh, we'd like to talk about today. We'll also hopefully talk about the Medicare subsidy program that we offer to the uh, municipalities along with the, the Medicare uh, plan like that we have in Monroe County. Thank you, Len. That's right. So let's start with the, the, the NYSEC County Dental Network Card Program, because I know um, when, when we started this relationship, we were going, all four of us, you, uh, Steve and, and Len and myself and with Stephen Aquario, to counties across the state and holding uh, uh, press, press conferences and events at dentist's office. Um, to, to describe the benefits of this program. Um, and, and just to be clear for county officials listening today, this is a program for your constituents. It's not necessarily for your county, uh, county um, officials or county um, uh, workforce. This is a, a dental network card program that the county board can endorse, can pass a resolution to endorse, and then you can offer it, and most counties do offer it to their citizens on their website. And the citizen can go on the website and, and download a card and use that card for, for discounted or lower cost dental services in their communities. So it's really a constituent benefit program that county officials can offer their constituents. So that's why we got involved with it. That's what our, our counties asked us to, to do for them. How can we help counties offer their, their um, workforce and their constituents services and programs that are cost effective in their communities? So Len, can you talk a little bit more about how many counties are in the program and how many New Yorkers take advantage of the dental network card program? We are currently involved with every county in the state of New York through the efforts of, uh, of our, our group going out and meeting with, with county executives, attending county legislative sessions. We are endorsed by uh, Office of the Aging that does a does a great job of letting their uh, people in their area that are in need of uh, dental. Uh, <clears throat> at the various conferences, we speak with a lot of the county ex executives and uh, other legislators when they come by our, our booth. We talk about the program. I network uh, with most of them. Uh, we are in the stage now of updating our brochures uh, for the 2021 uh, season. Uh, and right now to answer your question of how many, uh, I, I'm not sure of what the number is, but we probably uh, have, Mark, I'm sorry. It's a, it's a couple thousand uh, right now uh, who basically have purchased the card. There is a fee, it's a small fee. And uh, there are roughly 2000, I say the renewal rate uh, we're finding is 
is quite high. About 70% of the people at least renew from year to year. And we're also dealing with some of the employer groups that add this as a benefit. Basically, what we're finding is that there are about one third of all dentists in the country are in this Denimax national network. Dentists who have agreed to charge relatively low fees, uh, much lower than they ordinarily would. And it's in all states. So we're finding that among the people who have benefited from this card in, in virtually all counties, uh, there are people who travel, there are people who don't have uh, their kids uh, on, a, on a dental plan because they might have aged out. And basically what happens is that people, if they have this card, they get in effect a discount from ordinary fees of 30, 40, maybe even 50%. For example, a crown that might cost uh, in general on average, say $1,400 is about $800 uh, with this crown. And the question is why do dentists do that? Well, over the years, I've done an awful lot of work with the economics of dental care and what's What's true is that the number of dentists is increasing and, and frankly, the number of patients isn't uh, in part because of cost. And so some dentists in order to maintain their practice income tend to raise their fees. Other dentists say, well, wait a minute now, I took Economics 101 and I learned there's a supply and demand curve. And what I'm gonna do is keep my prices low or even lower them and expect to get more volume and keep the chairs filled. And basically, those are the third of the dentists in the country who are in this network. And this network is similar to others uh, that are around. We didn't really invent it, but what we're doing is making available, as Len said, a network that we've used for running employee benefits available to people who simply don't have dental benefits themselves. And frankly, dentists tend to charge more for people without insurance than with insurance, which doesn't seem quite fair. So that's why... Uh, we worked with uh, Steve Acario and, and with Mark uh, to put together something to try to benefit citizens of the county who really need the help. Thank you, Steve, very much. That's great. Um, good explanation. So Len had mentioned that you're working with the offices of the aging. Is that a particular demographic that they, they may not have dental insurance and, and that's why we're working with them? Well, <clears throat> Steve and I have attended uh, maybe the last two or three Office of the Agent conferences that are always held in, in Albany. We had the opportunity to meet some really wonderful people that work for Office of the Agent along with, with the directors. And they do a great job, not only with the dental part, but trying to help people, whether it's uh, healthcare, uh, financially, uh, nursing homes, et cetera. So the exposure that we get is when the Office of Aging puts something in their, their newsletters. Some of them have a monthly, some quarterly newsletters, have it on their website. So we've, we've I guess I'd say we've been very fortunate to work with Office of the Aging and they do a, a wonderful, wonderful job for their people in the area. Uh, we are uh, active in all the Office of the Aging in the state of New York and they uh, are very happy with that, that relationship. And what, and Mark, to uh, to your observation, uh, yeah, very few seniors, people who are retired, they might be under 65, but certainly 65 and over, very few have dental insurance. But the same thing's true of uh, of uh, 
children, if you want to call them that, young adults who have aged out of their parents' insurance. And so they maybe don't need the dental care that uh, the older adults do, but they certainly need to go to a dentist uh, once a year probably. And, and this dental network card helps quite a bit, but it certainly does help the, uh, the older adults. And what we're finding is that roughly half, maybe 60% of the people who have purchased the card and who are using the card are the older adults the Medicare eligible, and also they're the students, as I talked about. Okay, great. So a card, when you say purchase a card, it's an annual fee. So how much is it for an individual and how much is it for a family? For the individual, it's $41.50 for the year. Oh. And for a family, it's $57. That is a $52 uh, for the card and a $5 processing fee. And for the uh, Individual, it's thirty-six fifty with five dollar processing fee, which makes it forty-one fifty. And then they get a discount on uh, cleanings and a cavity filling or something like that. So, how long does it take to pay for that uh, or to to um, make it worth buying that card? Well, in in uh, Central Western New York, uh, the average cost to go and have your your teeth cleaned and then the oral evaluation by the dentist when the hygienist is finished is about $130, okay? If you have the card, now it's only $89, I think 75 cents, so you can subtract the difference. So you almost recoup what you paid for the card for your very first cleaning with the, with the savings. We have, we have uh, a number of people that, that have a full dental plan where there's, most of full dental plans might give you $1,000 a year or $1,200. If you exhaust it at the beginning of the year, say you had a root canal or crown, you're you're out of benefits. So if we have people that, that buy the card, they continue on with it. Uh, so it, it it really is a great benefit all all over the board. Now you talk about regions, so so um, um, is it different dental pricing in each region of the state? Is that the way it works? Well, what we find is that, uh, and it's probably to be expected, costs are higher for just about everything uh, in uh, Manhattan, in the New York City metropolitan area, and they're less expensive maybe in the North Country and in Western New York. And there are about three or four different regions uh, in the state uh, where we have average prices and we have fee comparisons. And the, the reason primarily is that the, the network people have different contractual arrangements with the dentist depending on the geographic areas. And so uh, there still are savings. And in fact, the savings are greater. Uh, I was just looking at the data this morning that the savings are greater in uh, Brooklyn and in White Plains than they are percentage wise in, in Buffalo. So across the state, there are savings. The savings vary from region to region because the dental prices vary. From region to region. I'm just going to take a little bit of a break right here just to let people know that if they want more information about the County Dental Network Card Program, and I say county, it can be the Albany County Dental Network Card Program, the Orleans County Dental Network Card Program, the Nassau County Dental Network Card Program, you can go to nysac.org and you could search for the Dental Network Card Program, or you could go to www.heginc.com backslash NISAC. And there's a, a, 
uh, more information and, and information that you can share with your constituents locally. Um, one, uh, a couple more questions. One is um, you're in every county. Does that mean there's a, a, a participating dentist in every county across New York? Yes, I, I don't know what the exact number uh, is. When you get up into the North Country, up by Plattsburgh and going to that area, there's not a, a lot of, of dentists that participate, but they, there are participating dentists in every county in the state of New York. Obviously, you get down to Manhattan, there's a lot more than there is, uh, say, in Syracuse, as an example, or if you get down to Allegheny County, but there are dentists uh, in the network in all of the counties in the state of New York. So if somebody wanted to know if their dentist participates in the program, can they just go on your website and do a little search? Yes, yes, they can, yep. Mm -hmm. Great. It's very, very easy, uh, uh, obviously, because we do it all the time. But if, if you follow, follow the procedures and answer the questions, it'll take you right in. You can do a search by your zip code. You can do a search by the, the, the city. You can do a search anywhere from 10 to 25 miles from, from your, your zip code. And then when the list of dentists comes up, you can just click on the dentist names. It gives you the dentist uh, uh, name, uh, if, if it happens to be a dental group, gives the address, different languages that they speak, different specialty. If you're looking for an orthodontist, prosthodontist, endodontist, general dentist, it's all there. And also there's a link to find out the fee schedule geographically by zip code of where you live, of what it will cost you for various procedures. And, and truth again, be known, if you're having problems or if anyone has problems with the computer, uh, they can call Len and people do probably 10 times a day yeah. at least. And yeah. Len will walk you through this. And mm -hmm. the phone number is on the website that yeah. uh, Mark uh, talked about. And also probably by the end of this broadcast or at the end, Len will give his phone number. It's his office phone number. We won't give you his personal phone number. <laughs> Great. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Steve, for that information. We will get Len's uh, telephone number before the end of this podcast. So again, this is a constituent service that counties can offer their residents. There's no cost to the county. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. No, no cost to the county. And so I know that some counties are offering information or um, 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 cards or, or ways to sign up in their office of the aging um, offices. Right now, all most of our county public facing offices have been closed for the last year due to COVID. So they can go on a county website or they can go on our website. But as these offices reopen, Office of the Aging, Social Services, the County Clerk's Office, you can provide them with, with information or brochures or pamphlets that they can hand out to their constituents? Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of the, one of the things that uh, we've observed over the years is that those counties that participate with the program, a lot of the counties have endorsed this through the county of executive through their legislature. If they advertise it, if they let the, if you're a county legislature and you let your constituents know that there's a great program out there, I can't tell you how many times that people have thanked us as a company for having this here. But the big thing for the counties is to let the people in their county know about the program. And it, it could be like to the podcast, podcast, but 
if, uh, I think most of the counties do some sort of a newsletter quarterly, monthly, or they'll have a link to uh, HEG, Health Economics Group, for the, for the dental. And that's kind of really be, is very helpful for the county. Great, and, you, and, uh, and listeners can contact me, Mark Levine at NYSAC.org, uh, and we can provide that information to you so that you can provide it to your constituents. There's lots of uh, ways that we communicate today, social media, Twitter, Facebook, um, uh, podcasts, um, YouTube, all of those things. You can, you can promote this program to your constituents over a wide range of channels. So we encourage you to do that. I wanna shift uh, a little bit now um, and, and talk with, with Steve about some of the other benefits that Health Economics Group provides to public sector employers, to counties, towns, um, uh, nonprofits. What is it that you're doing today, uh, Steve, that our members might be interested in? Well, first of all, and the thing that uh, started us in, in business, if you will, uh, in 1978, is we run self-insured dental plans. And we find that uh, most large employers with maybe 100 or more employees don't need insurance for dental plans. Frankly, uh, many of the counties, many of the municipalities are right now self-insuring a dental plan, but not all of them. But one of the things that uh, highlights what we do is we combine this dental network access with the low fees with our administrative fees to give a, a more bang for the buck, if you will. We also run, uh, as Len alluded to a little while ago, a flexible spending account programs, FSAs, HRAs, and we could run an HSA, if you will. Uh, with the flex plans, uh, we tie them in with dental or not, freestanding, and we've been doing this for an awfully long time. We're also running uh, with Monroe County and some others, a retiree HRA, where the employer has found the Monroe County specifically, in this case, has found that it's maybe more economical and better for the retirees who are Medicare eligible and better for the county budget. If the retirees in effect buy a Medicare Advantage or a original Medicare plan on their own, and what the county does is it facilitates this by having a retiree HRA to help pay for some or even all of the premiums plus a spending account, and we do that uh, that information is on our website, and it certainly can be linked to through the NYSEC website. Also, in what Len has been involved in, and maybe you can talk about this a little bit, is helping uh, municipalities with GASB 75, uh, a requirement that I'm sure you know about and, and probably don't like, that uh, requires you to account for uh, the retiree medical and drug costs. Uh, that you might have contractually obligated yourselves for. So, Len, why don't you talk for just a second on that and, and what we're doing? Yeah, the uh, Government County Standings Board, GASP 45, was our <clears throat> first step in the water quite a few years ago. We did a, a tremendous amount of municipalities and school districts to help them identify what is their cost for the other benefits that they've guaranteed to their employees through a, uh, a company handbook, maybe through a contract rela uh, relations to, through the uh, various unions, 
So there became a financial obligation. If you stay with us till you're age 60 or 55 or so many years, you're going to have health insurance for you and sometimes your spouse for the rest of your life. And that incurs a great cost to the municipality. So for the first part of it, the GASB 45, they didn't have to fund that money. They just had to know what their obligation is. The GASB 75 takes a little, little bit step further of, of how the uh, money has to be uh, applied. So if you take an employee that comes at age, age 21 and he's the actuarially look at it, well, how long does an employee stay with that particular municipality? 25, 30 years, retired age 60. A lot of police and fire departments have the opportunity to retire early. So all this financial obligation builds up. We uh, work with the GASB 75 with our actuary to identify the cost for the particular municipality. So they have some idea of down the road of what it's gonna cost them each year and how much if they need to be funding it, what they're gonna need. Uh, so that's a, it's a great service that we are proud to, to offer and work with our actuary and it's been uh, successful uh, on both parts. And in addition to this, there's another uh, cost saving uh, thing that we do for uh, municipalities. Uh, it's, it's sort of interesting. There's a retiree drug subsidy program called RDS, where if an employer covers Medicare eligible individuals on the employer's prescription drug plan, there's a subsidy that can be garnered from the federal government, and it's a pretty substantial subsidy. What we find is that in the private sector, most employers are dropping retiree drug coverage, but for contractual reasons, an awfully lot of municipalities have to continue this benefit. And it's conceivable, not necessarily all the time, but it's conceivable that the insurance company that a municipality might be dealing with for its retiree benefits would be taking this subsidy into account and lowering the premiums. But frankly, what we found is that this doesn't often happen. We've been doing this for Monroe County and for some others, and I say Monroe County because we're located in Rochester. But we're doing this for Monroe County and have for quite a few years, and we are saving them an inordinate amount of money. It's something that is really on the periphery of what anybody might be thinking of, but it's a good source of money at a time when uh, public sector budgets are really under a crunch right now. That's right, thank you very much. We're talking with Health Economics Group, uh, President Steve Hooper and uh, Marketing Director Len Lamphere. Health Economics Group has had a relationship, a strong standing partnership with NISAC for a decade now. And, and we have uh, recognized, uh, all of us, that health insurance and health care costs are one of the, the biggest drivers in a county budget. So in any way that a county can, they look for ways to reduce costs. And that's what um, Len and Steve here are trying to do through the Health Economics Group, through their dental programs, through their GASB 75, for the through the Retiree Drug Subsidy Program, through Cobra Dental and Retiree uh, Dental, and, and uh, their Medicare subsidy programs. So, so we appreciate you spending uh, the time with us today to talk with us for our county conversations 
podcast. Is there anything that we didn't cover that we should have covered uh, during our conversation? Sure, but basically to, to reiterate to some extent and maybe add a little bit new, we're working with various counties uh, and other organizations for to help them with the Medicare plans for their uh, retirees where they have to uh, offer or may offer help in this area. And we're doing this directly uh, with uh, several, uh, in effect, insurance consultants slash enroller brokers. We are registered as one as Health Economics Group to help retirees. And we can do this in addition to or apart from the retiree HRA. So and it's among the things that we're offering. We're trying to help municipalities take a look at the most efficient way to offer retiree benefits. And we're in partnership with, uh, with uh, other organizations also to help leverage our capabilities and our knowledge. One thing I would mention, Mark, that just sort of in, in closing about the dental network uh, card is that everybody knows that dental health is important. Uh, it's especially important for older people. And I know, uh, frankly, uh, that as one gets older, one's uh, teeth aren't in great shape and it costs an incredible amount of money these days for crowns and so forth. And the main reason that we're really trying to emphasize what we do with the dental network uh, card program is to help people who really need to save money to help them with a vehicle to save money. Well said, Steve. Great, thank you. And Len, before we go, can you give a shout out? Can you give us your phone, your office phone number for all the listeners who are still with us? 585-241-9500, extension 347. So give Len a call if you have any questions. Give me a call if you have any questions. We are looking forward to seeing Len and Steve at our next in-person conference, which will be in Syracuse in September. But until then, and in the meantime, if you have any questions about any of these programs, please give us a call. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of County Conversations. We hope that you will keep tuning in for new episodes each week that feature insightful conversations on current and topical information focused on county government. Until then, feel free to reach out to our staff if there are any topics that you would like to hear us discuss or join us as a guest to discuss on the podcast.